Here today's words to the wise, kindness is a healing balm. Today's words to the wise read, kindness is a healing balm. Those were the words that I mentioned last night, and we'll talk about that. Joining me this morning is the mayor of St. I'm sorry, St. Paul, the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, with us this morning. <laughs> oh, good morning. It's great to be here on CNN. Touche, touche, touche. Last night I mentioned... How you doing, Freddie? Unbelievable, Jacob Fry, Minneapolis mayor. Glad you're with us this morning. I mentioned last night uh, in my remarks that kindness is a healing balm. Talking about uh, Police Chief Madeira Arredondo affectionately known as Rondo. And you had some interesting words to share last night with those folks in attendance. I did. Uh, This was a a send-off for our extraordinary Chief Arredondo. We all know him as Rondo. And he's just a person that's chock full of integrity. He's been a constant in my entire public service career. And, you know, the beautiful thing about our, our Chief Arredondo is that He's not about being somebody, but about doing something. He embodies public service, and when he felt that his public service, in that form anyway, was complete, he called it a day. And while I hate to lose him, I'll tell you, I have a great deal of respect for that attitude. Well, everybody, Mayor Jacob Fry with us this morning. So as Rondo Arredondo, Chief Arredondo exits, what does the future look like for Interim Chief uh, Amelia Huffman, who was also on stage last night? Yes, she was, and, you know, she is presently our our interim chief, uh, and we are going through a national search. We want to find the best possible reform-oriented chief that is going to be able to change our department for the better, both in terms of safety and in terms of accountability. And, you know, we're moving aggressively uh, on a recruiting phase to to get the best possible chief in here, and we're going to be looking nationwide. and, uh, you know, that'll be happening over the next several months. Not only chief that you're looking for, but you're also trying to recruit some talented young, I'm going to call them talented young rondos to come on to the force. What is that looking like? And uh, uh, how is that uh, charge uh, underway? How is it, how's it unfolding as we speak? Well, that, that's exactly right. You know, there, there's several things in the immediacy that we want to be doing to, to rebuild trust. The first I've already mentioned, which is that national search. The second which you mentioned, Freddie, is, is picking up and recruiting community-oriented officers that want to be the change in this department. And, look, being a police officer is a tough job. It can also be a noble one when done right. And so I'm, I'm calling on people throughout our city. I'm calling on uh, people on the north side uh, that want to be the change, want to protect and serve in our communities to, you know, hey, step up to the challenge and apply. Um, We can help you through the process, and we need more people uh, with extraordinary integrity to decide that that they want to take this very difficult job and also to shift the mentality within that department itself. So there's a lot of work, but, um, you know, we've got uh, efforts underway. We've got several recruiting classes that are coming on board this year, but here's the thing. It doesn't do any good to have four or five recruiting classes if they're not filled. We need to make sure that that, that people are signing up and applying to to do this job. How difficult is it to bring on good officers when, especially with the news, the background of the news breaking yesterday, that the jury found three new officers, three other officers involved in the George Floyd murder, uh, guilty on all counts. 
Uh, what's your reaction and how does this impact recruitment? Well, you know, first off, as far as my reaction goes, I respect uh, the jury's verdict, um, which held officers accountable for their inaction. Um, I hope it provides some you know, semblance of peace uh, for the families that I know of that have been grieving. And I also hope it sets a tone that we want to make sure that officers are, are stepping in uh, when misconduct has taken place. Uh, and we already have, we already are undergoing what is called ABLE training right now. Um, it's a program we just started up at a, at a Georgetown law, which is going to make sure that officers understand the need to intervene uh, during problematic behavior. Uh, but to the second part of your question, of course, you know, all of these, har- all of these difficult and horrible events have an impact. Um, but it just calls to a head the need for these community-oriented officers or recruit candidates to step up even more. I mean, this, it, this is a time where you can make a huge difference. Um, you can instill accountability in a department, and you can help to make sure that some of these tragic events and, and shootings that we've seen throughout our community, that they don't occur. Um, and I'll tell you, every, every city in the, in the country right now is pretty much is experiencing a, an uptick in violent crime. Now, simultaneously, uh, most every state and city in the country is seeing a dearth of people that want to become officers. There's a shortage of officers nationwide right now. Uh, and so we got to be doing the work on both sides. And uh, it's a tough endeavor. You know, it, it, it sometimes is a, is a difficult road to hoe, but we're all in on it. Pivoting only slightly, the fatal shooting of Amir Log drew a lot of questions about the no-knock warrant, uh, uh, no-knock warrants here in Minneapolis. Are you in favor, Your Honor, of completely eliminating no-knock warrants? Well, I'll tell you, Freddie, we're, we're going in that direction, uh, or at least we look to be right now as we're working with our experts. Um, we want to get the most effective and best possible policy set up. We want to lead the country in this area. And I'm a believer that there is a way to do this better. There is a way to protect both the safety of the general public and our officers when executing a search warrant. Um, now, inevitably, we will always have to execute search warrants in some form, but we can do it in a safe manner that protects everybody involved. Um, and so we're working with national experts right now uh, and our community with getting this new policy set up. In the interim period of time, we've got a full moratorium on no-knock warrants, both the issuance of them and the execution of them. It's a complex policy. It's a complex set of laws, um, but we're moving aggressively in that direction right now. Realizing that it is complex, is there ever a time when a no-knock warrant is warranted? So officers will always have the ability during extreme and dangerous circumstances to enter without announcing or knocking. Now, uh, knock slash announce, they're used interchangeably under state law. Uh, so there are always circumstances, whether it's a hostage scenario or a severe domestic violence situation, when, yeah, officers would have to go in, and that may even be without a warrant. What I believe is that if you have time to plan things out, and obviously you do have time to think, time to plan things out if you are getting a search warrant, then you should also have time to plan to do it with announcing. 
um, and giving time for uh, an individual to respond. Makes a lot of sense. So everyone, we're talking with Mayor Jacob Fry. We're just about out of time, but yesterday, I'm just going to say hours ago, you lifted the sta- citywide mask mandate. Uh, what made this the right time? Still, uh, city offices are required to wear a mask. What was the uh, thought behind lifting of this mandate? Numbers are drastically down right now. Uh, we're looking at around 130-some or 150 uh, cases per 100,000. Um, that is dramatically down from the 600-plus cases that we were seeing just a few weeks ago. Uh, and so our commitment from the very beginning has been to respond to the data and listen to experts. And I'll tell you, the, the data showed a, a massive spike earlier this month, and we wanted to make sure we were reacting to that spike. Um, and, in, in fact, move it working ahead of time to make sure that our hospitals didn't get overloaded. And now that it, we're coming off of it, hey, it makes sense to – to remove the requirements. And I think it's a, it's a good opportunity to say again, hey, our city is open. Uh, get out and patron your small local businesses. Make sure you're supporting uh, these entrepreneurs and these institutions and communities that have been through a whole lot over these last couple of years. So come on out. <laughs> the doors are, are far open, but, you know, let's have a good time. Interesting. Last question this morning. Uh, that is an example of leadership I know folks in the last several weeks has been really difficult at the mayor's office. Uh, folks were even asking for your resignation. What is your plan as we move forward to help keep the city safe and to restore trust uh, in your office in the city of Minneapolis? Well, it has been a, a difficult few weeks uh, for me and for my office. But look, it's not about me. It's about our city. Uh, no, I'm not resigning. We, we just had an election a few months ago. The results, especially on the north side, were very, very clear. We won by quite a bit. And uh, now we have an opportunity to move forward to, to rebuild a whole lot of trust, to instill both safety and accountability. Uh, and you know, look, in, the, in those areas, we're going to we'll be working aggressively. We've got that national search for a new chief coming. Uh, we're going to be having the full review of our, of our no-knock warrant policy, setting up what I believe will be the most effective one in the country. We're going to be entering at some point. Uh, I, I hope to be partnering with the feds to, to, to truly get in and get some additional accountability in our department. Um, we're going to be integrating the structure of government so and the, the, the structure of community safety as well. Um, and then, as I mentioned, we're hiring some more community-oriented officers. So there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, and we're going to move vigorously forward on it. All right. Mayor Jacob, I, I got to tell you, it was good to see you in person yesterday. And uh, I hope just things just continue unfolding the way that really benefits the city. And thank you so much for being with us this morning. Uh, it's a pleasure, Freddie. Have a great Friday there. On this Fry Friday. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Take care. Mayor Jacob Fry with us this morning on KMLJ. 